<clears throat> That's a good way to start it. <clears throat> well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Tell Me Something Good. I'm your host, Josh Wolf. And uh, a shot out of a fucking cannon today, guys. First, <clears throat> sorry. Got a little ugh in my mouth. Not, that sounds gross, but today's, we'll get to that at the end. Why don't we get to it at the end? But today's one of those days. But we'll get to it at the end. I'm happy to be here once again here on Tell Me Something Good. Let's get business out of the way up front. Hold on one second. Whew. Apologize for that. Um, I will be in uh, Minneapolis this weekend at uh, Mall of America, the House of Comedy there. Uh, always my, one of my favorite weekends of the year. And this year, Jake Wolf will be there with me. Um, so when Jacob comes with me on the road, we always, you know, bring them up on stage and answer questions together and go over the stories about us together so everybody can check it out. Hey, Margaret. Uh, what's going on, Corbett? Feeling fresh, bro. Feeling fresh. Hey, Ray, Ray, what's going on, Tyler and Linda? Hope everyone's feeling good. Sean, you've got something good to tell me? I appreciate it, dude. Well, listen. Hello, Katrina. I'm ex I'm psyched to be here. Um Let's let's get into it. First of all, uh, just a little quick update at the at the as far as the gym goes. I don't know if I told you guys that I've just been <clears throat> I've been back in the gym, which feels great. But uh, I've had this shoulder thing for about seven years, eight years maybe. And I finally went to the doctor today, and he was like, "You have a torn labrum." And I said, "Got it." I said, "That is that like is that why sometimes I can just it's not it doesn't." it's not debilitating, but there are just some things I can't do. And he said, yeah, he said, this is one of those things that you actually might be able to rehab. So, um, good to know I might be able to rehab it. Um, I was thinking just by the pain, by the pain recently that I was going to have to get surgery, but so I'm going to have to adjust a little bit. Uh, I wanted to pack on a bunch of muscle. I know we had talked about this over on Patreon. I'm going to have to adjust a little bit. Uh, and we'll talk about that on Patreon a little bit, but I am going to adjust the way I'm going to adjust is I'm going to go. Um, you went through a 360 tear of yours. Yeah. Well, we'll see you this weekend, Gina. Um, a slap tear. It's not, it's, it was a, it's like a, it's from throwing, you know, baseballs and softballs and all that shit. Um, and so I just have to change. Yeah. I'm, I'm psyched to rehab and not to have to, to get a, get surgery. Surgery to me is like, I honestly wouldn't get it. That's the thing. Like I just wouldn't get it. I would just do what I've been doing over the past seven, eight years, which is work around it when it hurts a lot, you know, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, I got a trainer, right? And I'm going to go in once a week and I'm just going to have, and this is a woman, I'm just going to have her do my legs. I, I can kind of figure out upper body stuff I've been doing for a while. I know what my injuries are. I know what my, you know, my shoulders fucked up. My back's a little fucked up. You're out of J Facebook jail, Jackie. Good for you. I wish I was. Uh, I mean, listen, you guys can see the number of people watching live, right? And you see, you know how many people are on my page. Facebook won't even return my emails anymore. You know, it's so funny when I, 
hit a million, they were like, you're our new best friend. Whatever you need, call us. We're fucking here to help you. And then uh, they dinged me with that fake news shit for one of the weird news articles. And now when I'm like, hey, guys, I can't get it. The numbers are like down by 90%. Nothing. I can't even get them to email me back. Then we can fucking care. Um, you know what I mean? You're getting it for him because he's 16. You don't want him to suffer his whole life. Shannon, I think it's a good idea. Uh, yeah. Million point five, something like that. People watching. It never gets up over 120, 130 now. It just is. It's invisible. <laughs> but I don't want to hand power over to those people. Because the truth of the matter is, guys, no matter how many people are watching here live, it should it should not change how I do things or what I say or how I say them. Like, um, this has to be for me. I have to do these things because I like them. You know what I mean? Not because I think other people will like them or more people. It's that slight adjustment that I'm every day I, I need to work on. But so went to the doctor today and he basically told me torn labrum, and um, which is. So dope to hear. I was fearing torn rotator cuff, which is surgery. Hey, Margo. Uh, oh, I'm going to rehab it for sure, Brian. I'm going to rehab re Mindset is key. Yeah. Gina, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, can I tell you the reason I haven't left Facebook? It's fucking straight up fear. If I'm being honest with you, straight up fucking fear. There's a million. 1.5, 1.3, I honestly don't know. I don't look because it doesn't matter for two reasons. One, it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter. But two, it doesn't matter how many people are liking or following. It's how many people are engaged, really, right? And so it's straight up ego and fear. The ego and fear is I look at the number and I'm like, well, I worked so hard to build this up. I can't leave there. What, if I, what am I going to do at Twitch? I'm a fucking old and, you know, nobody's going to, right? It's all fear, fear. It's all fear-based. And I would have to, most of the things, the reason I'm stuck in, it's hard to turn a page or go on to the next chapter or jump out of a fucking airplane or whatever it is, is fear-based. Because you're like, I got it. From here, I'm cool. I'm At least I know I'm cool. Over there, I don't fucking know, you know? So, Part of the rotator cuff is in the shoulder. Yes, absolutely. Fear-based, guys. It's all fear-based. Fear-based, fear-based. Almost every decision, for me anyways, that I decide not to make is fear-based. And I'm trying not to do that. Uh, but speaking of which, man, so 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 this is, you know, I watched that fight with uh, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather and um, earlier Chad Johnson, an ex-football player, fought too. And first of all, let me just say this. Anyone who doesn't like, I do not understand anyone who doesn't like Logan Paul. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't, I don't. He's exactly, he's exactly what you want your kids to do and be. Exactly. He, Self-made, hustle, zero excuses, 
made a huge mistake as a young man and learned from it. Yo, that's exactly what we want our kids to do. We want the mistakes to be made early so they learn. We want them to learn and become better people. This is exactly what he's done. I find it bizarre for you to hate somebody for something that he did as a kid. And fucking look, guys, none of us were on YouTube. We didn't have the platform we had. We we didn't we didn't we weren't searching out crazier and crazier and crazier things to do just to suck the dick of a like. Do you know what I mean? That's what he was doing at 16, 17 years old. Wrapped up in it. Where's the best place to go? Suicide Forest. Why not? Dumb. You've heard him talk about it. He said it sh- fucking shook him to his core. You want your kids to learn and grow and be better. That's exactly what he did. He gives back to his fans. Did you hear his speech at the end of the... Yo, guys, he's really doing it. And he's doing it the way you would fucking die for your kids to do it. Good to his friends. Takes his people along with him. Have you listened to him talk on his podcast and stuff? Yeah, he's still a young dude, so there's a little bit of fucking meathead in there. But he's a smart... He's a grown-up. He's a smart grown-up. And the things that you hate the most about him are the things that he uses to stay in the spotlight to keep making millions of dollars all while living the exact life he... Yo, this fucking guy with I don't know how many professional fights somehow convinced what I would say is, if not the best... The second best boxer in the history of the world to box him. Check that off the list. What's next? What what tennis on the moon? What's next? What what is what's next? A duet with Celine Dion? What is next? I you know what I mean? So second chances in growth. We want that in, we want, we want people, people are going to make mistakes. That's how you learn. We want them to be bigger, better people afterwards. You're still going to fuck with them. That's like, I can't understand people who don't like LeBron James because of the decision. First of all, young guy. And I don't know if any, if somebody listening and watching can do this for me, can you Google how much money was made? on that broadcast that he donated to the boys and girls club. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so what you didn't like how he delivered the news. He was a fucking young guy. And if he would tell you right now, if he was being honest, he would be like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. But at the end of the day, his mistake still made, I bet you at least a million dollars for the boys and girls club in Akron. Good. Is that your name? You suggest as Jack Black used to pay hookers to sit in a wrecked car. He had special effects people put in his house and he would do coke and jack off while the girls screamed for help while he had a wall of TVs with car crashes going. I don't know if that's true, but that's a great fucking story. I don't know if that's true, but that is a great fucking story. Um, I'm just saying I haven't looked. Yeah. Third fight against the goat. Guys, I'm just saying, what, first of all, 
how you hate a stranger that you've never met and never will meet is interesting. Now, some people, obviously, if you are doing repeated, you're beating your kids, your wife, you're, if it's repeated behavior, you got some fucking problems. This dude, if it's repeated behavior, but the LeBron James thing, yo, he seems from the outside to be a good husband, a good father, gives back to his community. I, like, I know there were some people out there who badmouthed them because you know, the school he opened up, I guess he didn't donate all the money and they were mad that he was getting the credit. Okay. But he did figure out how to get that school built. And he did figure out if it wasn't his money, it came from somewhere. I don't know what other athlete is getting a school built. So what the money didn't come from him. So the fuck what? I just don't understand. I don't understand. Why are we trying to knock these dudes who have done it the right way? Now, I, I understand with LeBron recently, he sent out that, I think it was a tweet with a police officer's maybe name or something. And it turns out, I, I'm, I, it turns out that it wasn't, the police officer wasn't a fault. Yo, can't do that. Can't be putting people's personal information out there anyways. Can't do that. 100% wrong. 100% wrong. I would say he would even tell you, egregious mistake not a bad person because of it. He made a mistake in the heat of the moment. So I don't hate him. I just think he's annoying and I don't get it. Which guy are we talking about? Oh yeah. yeah. But by the way, if you think Logan Paul is annoying, I get that. He's not everybody's cup of tea. Not everybody is. You're not going to enjoy watching everybody. Not everybody. As somebody who's a public figure and not nearly as public as those guys, not everybody's going to like what you do. Can't be mad at that either. You can't be mad at people who don't like what he does. Maybe you don't like, he, you find him to be obnoxious or a little too out there. That's cool. But to think that to the word hate or that he does, he's living his life the wrong way. To me, dude, if that kid was my son, outside of the fact that I know I'd be set up for life and I wouldn't have to spend my last remaining days alone in a nursing home while a stranger wiped my ass because he has enough money to make sure I can do that in my own house. Besides that, I'm still super proud of my son. If that's my son, super proud. Right when that fucking suicide force thing happened, I would have been real worried because that's a depression. At that age, you're not ready for the world to hate you just because of something that you, you know what I mean? You're not ready for that shit. You're not ready for it. So what's in my mind? Yeah, go get her, dude. Go get her. It's the same thing, man. Look, it's one of the reasons I love Miley Cyrus, and you guys know this about me. And I don't, I know some people have been like, you love Miley Cyrus, huh? I don't actually. I don't love her in that way. Like, I don't find her, this is no offense to her. I don't find her to be sexy or beautiful or beautiful. Like, I understand she's an attractive woman, but this is not my style. Not, not only is she like my kid's age, which definitely makes her not my style, but even as a, if I was a single young dude outside of her being Miley Cyrus, that's not the type, like that's not my type. Okay. So I'm not like dirty old man in this. I love Miley because of I'm 
attracted and not in that way, but drawn to the extreme confidence, the, the self-assuredness, like at that age to just be like, bam, here's my dick here. Here's who I am. Ooh, she's come a long way too. Yeah, man. People are allowed to grow and change their minds and be different people. That's fine, dude. By the way, people who, to me, people who change their minds, I know that aren't weak. Uh, they're strong. Now, if you're constantly flip-flopping and you're just somebody who goes with the last person thing somebody says, but if you've grown or you were like, you know, I don't like this group of people. And then you move into a neighborhood with that group of people and you're like, oh, it turns out that this group of people is just like the group of people that I normally hang out with, except they look a little different. You're allowed to grow, man. If a policy, if you've smoked a ton of weed when you were young and now you're like, man, I'm dumb. Weed should be illegal. I would tell you you're stupid, but you're allowed to change your mind. She grew up. She grew up. She made whatever mistake she made young. This is the thing that I like about they've changed. They considered the things they considered mistakes. They have corrected. I love that Miley Cyrus sings rock and roll. To me, she is a fucking rock star, not a pop star. She's not so, she, because you know what? She embodies everything I love about rock and roll. She didn't give a fuck. She, she lets it all fucking hang out. You know what I love the most about rock stars and Lenny Kravitz, you know, if you saw the cutout, I have rock stars. This is the, this is the reason to be a rock star. You can wear anything at any time. If you're a rock star, you are quite literally allowed to wear anything at any time. And people are like, that's fucking cool. I swear to God, Miley Cyrus probably goes out and buys the weirdest there were times where she would show up like in a like in a milkshake cup. Not that, but whatever the fuck, you know. If you're a rock star, I mean, think about Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler comes out on stage dressed like your Nana. Scarfs, sunglasses that I wear. He's got a moo-moo, maybe a giant shawl. I don't know. Heels, hoop earrings. And you're like, look at that rock star. So if I walked out of the house, people would be like, hey, dude, get that dude a bowl of soup. If I dressed like Lenny Kravitz, and I'm talking about Lenny Kravitz leather vest. Uh, he, This is like the cutout I have of him right now. I'm looking at a cutout of him. He's wearing leather vest, a chainmail undershirt, maroon corduroy pants. They look like alligator skin cowboy boots. And an Indian looks like almost like a dream catcher with some feathers at the end. And you know what? He looks cool as fuck. If I wore that, I, and he's five, two, you know what I'm saying? Not only, no, I don't, it's not like he's just like this six, four. Yeah. Say something to me. He's five, two, maybe five, four with that Afro. But this dude, he can, if you're a rock star, that's far and away the best. You can fuck. King wear anything. Look at Tina. Tina says, Lenny looks hot in anything. It doesn't matter. If you're a rock star, like this dude could come out in diapers, in, in diapers with a don't tread on me flag draped around his shoulders and be like, love. And people would be like, ha, 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 just fucking rubbing their nipples. You know what I mean? McConaughey can't do that. 
McConaughey is a good looking dude. McConaughey couldn't walk in with, with a chain mail shirt and driving his fucking Lincoln. You know, what's he going to drive up his Lincoln and be like, you know, uh, sometimes when the sun hits me, we're just right. Uh, I feel like eating an orange, but only on top of a hill wearing chain mail. You know, like he can't wear chain mail. Lenny Kravitz can wear chainmail. Bon Jovi can wear chainmail. Look at what Axl Rose used to wear. Those tight, short, fucking American flag. They look like fuckboy spandex. A fur vest with no shirt underneath it. A leather, like, I don't know how to explain that. You know, like a motorcycle hat, leather. And sunglasses. And people are like, I will fuck him. Uh, is Lenny's daughter the new Catwoman? Maybe. You're supposed to, man. You're supposed to have a crazy stage. I hope everybody had a crazy stage. Um, I'm sorry I'm missing your, your messages in the chat. We'll get to you guys in a second. But like, in general... Hating, and by the way, I hate the term "you hater." Not just because I don't like something somebody's doing doesn't mean I'm hating. I'm allowed to have an opinion and I like it. But to literally say I hate this person, fucking hate, for like a a decision they made, again, repeatable behavior. Hey, that's that person. But if you're like that, LeBron, a fucking decision. All right. Yeah, that. Excuse me. You're the fucking. And by the way, I get the tweet, and I bet you if he t- he would tell you that he regrets it. And but this is where people get emotional now, online. So sometimes you say shit, you just regret saying. I, I've been guilty of it. I've been guilty of it. I, I think most people have. If, if just you you've been emotional and said something. And regretted it before. So that's it. Um, but like, man, what's going on with you, man? You that you don't like, how can you not like Lenny with the chain mail and the leather vest? You know what I'm saying? People are allowed to do dumb shit. Dumb shit is kind of where we live, guys. That's our deal, man. You want to live if dude, you if you never do dumb shit, you're leading the boring fucking life. That's it. If you, if you, if you have never done anything dumb, you have led a really boring life. Really boring. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, and I have, by the way, so. I haven't watched porn and it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, we're switching gears, by the way. I haven't watched porn in a while. Um, I'm not above it. I'm not, don't, don't think this is me up on my high horse being like, I just haven't, I think, you know, the testosterone's dropping a little bit, you know, and I just don't. 
I'm not injured. Like, it, I remember there was a point in time in my life where I was like, do I got, I got five minutes where I'm not doing anything? Well, I should probably jerk off. Ah, there was a, you know, there's a time in your life where that happens. So, oh, and by the way, I hope everybody's watched the new uh, music parody video I just put out called Take It Off. Um, it's on my YouTube and on Facebook here and on Twitter. It's on all. So I, lo- I, I would love uh, for you guys to check it out if you can. I'm trying to get that one uh, out there a bunch. So if you like it and you feel like sharing it or tagging somebody in it, please do. Um, so I, I, I think it was two days ago. Two days ago, went back and just I decided I was going. I'm going to look at some porn. Sean Patrick. I did some dumb shit this morning and I only received a warning from the sheriff. Always use your blankers. That's nice. Uh, yeah, dude. They're horrible at notifying everybody. On to purpose. Um, so, oh, thank you, Amanda. I appreciate it. So, oh, thank you, Jeremy. Appreciate it, man. Take it off as every father. Thanks, Richard. Richard Bush. Is that? Oh, Richard Rush. Okay. Because growing up, you would have been Dick Bush. Now, when you were a kid, Richard, I'm curious. When you were a kid, did people make Dick Rush jokes? I'm sure they did. And I'm sure you heard some good ones. So share a couple in the chat if you don't mind. Okay. Thank you, Katrina. Tiffany, this is maybe my favorite message anybody's ever put in the chat. She says, I'm pooping. So I, thanks, Deborah. I went to a porn site and um, I, there are, there are, at this age, there are definite, things I just am not interested in seeing anymore. I'm just not. There are definite things I'm just not interested in seeing anymore. Uh, f- for example, there was a point in time in my life where I was like, does that two girls? I don't, it's not for me anymore. Not that I, I don't mind why, like if someone was like, Hey, you want to see a video with two girls? I'll be like, I mean, I guess I'm not, I'm not sure, but not straight up sex between two porn stars. Nope. Not interested. Just like straight missionary. Fuck me. Fuck me. Mm, not so much. I, I actually like, I was like, let's see if I like this. And I it, I turned it on and I caught myself doing things like like looking away and being like, oh, is this still going on? Like, no, 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 not interested. Here's what I the the videos that I tended to all like always kind of lean towards, which it didn't used to be this way. And I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. Maybe I'm surprised. I guess I hadn't thought of it, so maybe I'm surprised. Anything that felt like it was on an iPhone or that felt homemade that was homemade. Like the, the more of the voyeuristic 
I think, I don't know if it's regular people or the voyeurism part of it, but everything else, I'm just like, nah, it's just all, I'm like scripted, fake. She doesn't really mean that. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't, I'm, I'm one of those dudes who's breaking down porn videos. Not my buddy, Matt Fultron has a great joke about who's giving thumbs down on a porn video. Like, are you just the ones you don't like? You just go to the next one. So with the next one you can jerk off to like, nobody's, nobody's watching the whole thing. Like didn't like it. That is the craziest, but yeah, the amateur stuff. Porn is so fake. The experience is absolute BS and disappointing. Yeah. I just don't. Ray, Ray, what are we congratulating you on? Oh, here we go. Got told by the manager owner. He appreciates how I've stepped up for our company and I finally got my raise. Ray, Ray. I mean, I think I might need you to come on screen so everybody can see you flex. Just so just give us one quick. Mm. Oh, my shoulder is fucked up. Uh, Oh, so for those of you, by the way, who aren't on my Patreon. Okay. Monday night, we were doing the High Live Patreon. And I was talking to Dave. Some of you guys who are on this live, you know Dave. And uh, so... Yeah, Debbie, what Debbie does Dallas, man, that was back when they made actual porn films that had stories. That's another one, man. I don't need to see a story. Like, I don't need to know why he's the guys at the house. You don't need to give him a storyline. Like, is he here? Does he do food delivery? I don't give a fuck. Just go cut straight to the fucking. I don't need to see you take your clothes off. Or, or I don't, any of that, man. That's not why I'm watching it. But Monday night, guys, Dave, we, I bring him on screen with me. You have to go on the Patreon. It's only $5. So you can, you can go watch it and then you can unsubscribe, but it is worth the, I'm telling you right now, if you have a spare $5 this month, get the Patreon, go watch the last high live and watch Dave. It is, we were talking to him and then a bat shows up in the background. And boy, my God, that hilarity ensued. Now, where's Sarah? There she is. Uh, Sarah, we all had a good laugh at Dave's reaction. Maybe a couple of the noises that came out of his mouth. Um, it, I, Jeffrey, I, I agree. It's a great viral moment. And I would only release it if Dave said it was okay because he's paying to be on the patreon so i'm not gonna fucking the dude is not paying to be embarrassed you know what i mean so yo that that's your choice man but this is going away too man so pretty sure pretty soon this whole i'm on the other side of it i'm at a point where i'm like fuck that free do you know what i mean so we, you, Anthony, you and I may be parting ways soon, but no, I completely get it, man. I completely get it. Uh, it was internet gold. And if Dave said it was okay, I would a hundred percent cut it up and post it, but I can't do that. It's, it's, 
I honestly, I honestly don't uh, think he should, but I would, you know, I just don't know. He's a teacher. So I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad for his, do you know what I mean? I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, oh, I'd share it every two seconds, you know, without a doubt, but I'm not going to do it without his permission. That's not who I am. And he, he's a good dude. And so I'm not, I would never put him on blast like that unless he was like, yeah, I'll do it. You know what I mean? So that's not, you know, that's not my style, but boy, when that bat, some of the noises he was making, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> And the swinging, the, the swinging, the blanket. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I would react any better. I'm not going to pretend like I'm this dude who's this fucking manly. Yo, a big part of my new material is really trying to decide if I'm a pussy or not. Oh, Ray Ray, let's see that flex. Hold on, guys. This is, this is who just got a raise flex it up for him but yeah uh, i don't got much yet i gotta do more work this is look, our this is our new challenge build more muscle right you're killing it i my shoulders fucked up i'm not sure hold on let me see no don't do it do it on the other one. Oh, oh it's getting well, better yeah it's getting better yeah we gotta start getting that little cut that's what i'm going for i'm trying to get that cut this one here yeah i can't yeah. Been trying new stuff and it's more weights. I will tell but you. But I'm all like getting fucking stretch marks. <laughs> <laughs> the stretch marks are weird, right? The stretch it marks. It is, are weird. but I mean, it's like you're doing that work, so it's kind of like, yeah. hey. <laughs> well, congratulations. I just want to say congratulations to you. Thank you, man. Love you guys. You're Love you. Uh, you're not supposed to smoke the whole gram? What? What does that count? I was sitting in my dad's boat once and a bat flew in my hair and stuck. Oh, no. So here's the thing. Let's be honest, guys. I, I'm really trying to decide if I'm a pussy or not. Like, I'm trying. Okay, Sean. Did you get that in the mail, my man? Yeah, brother. What's happening, man? You know what I found out about? There was a big stack of my shipment. I went yesterday to ship more stuff out. There you go. And, and they, they, said, excellent, man. they said, hey, we found a stack of your stuff in the back. And I went, what? And they said, did you mail something a month ago? I go, yeah. And they said, yeah, it never went out. And I was like, what? So there had been people sent. Yeah, there had been people. I paid for it, but they never put it on the. So I was like, well, why didn't you just resend it? And they were like, we don't, but it's in a giant bag. So I guess the woman who was supposed to send it didn't work there anymore. And then the people who were like, well, we don't know what we're supposed to do with this. So when I went in, we resent it all out. I'm so glad you get those shoes. Hey, you're right, man. That's awesome. I appreciate it, dude. Thanks so much. You got it, brother. Good to see you. <laughs> How you doing, man? You doing good today? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I love your smile, yeah. man. Thank love you, brother. Stay blessed. Thanks, dude. Uh, yeah, guys. So for those of you who are wondering about last month's shipment, I guess it just never went out. That's why I was like, I have the track. I'm looking at the receipt, you know? Um yeah, it's by the way, his name's not Dean Patrick, it's Sean. Just so he he did not type that in right. Dave, let's talk about this, shall we? Now there are people who think that we should put that out there. 
here's my thinking, even though it would get a gazillion views. I know. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> my thinking for you, dude, is that you're a teacher. Um, and I look, I, it doesn't say anywhere on the screen, high live, but if people are like, what's this dude doing on a weed show and all that, I just, for me, if I'm, I'm as, if I'm a guy who's sitting next to you and was like, Hey, I'm your buddy, not some guy who I know could, I could make a bunch of money off that clip. But as a friend, I would tell you, don't put it out there for your profession as a teacher. I just don't think it's a good move for you. I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, I think it's hilarious. And I went back and watched it um, just to see how I reacted. Because, I mean, at first, I'm ducking down going like, you see this shit? Like, this is hilarious. But then, I mean, I'm yelling every expletive in oh, the book. Oh, I know. We watched. We watched. Yeah. Yeah, we watched. Um, yeah, yeah, for me, dude, I don't think you want your kids to see it. I don't. I think you want a certain amount of respect to still be between your students and you. And I think some of that gets blurred when a goofy video comes out. And so I would tell you as your friend, dude, my, now if you want the views and you want to be famous for 15 minutes, do it. But I would say it's not worth it. I've already had my 15 minutes of fame twice. So I'm yeah, then, then don't do it and don't do it. Well, yeah. listen, dude, it'll just be our, it'll be our little, It'll be the fun for the people on the Patreon to see. But boy, was it fun. I have to tell you, I got high last night and went back and watched it. Did you really? Oh, my fucking God. It's so funny. Holy shit. I mean, if, if you clip it and you want to put that in Patreon just for that, you go for it. I, I don't want to make it easier for anybody to lift and put somewhere. I can understand that. Yeah. So for me, if... I've already asked the people on Patreon not to because you wouldn't know nobody on there wants their privacy fucked with either. Right. And so you paid money to be on there. You didn't pay money to be embarrassed. So I would, for me, it's a, it's a hard no. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like I wasn't embarrassed at all. Like I thought it was hilarious. Dude, but you have a real job. If it was me, I I would put, I would have put that out in different languages, slow-mo. I would have had that, oh no, oh no, that whole song behind it, a million different ways. But you dude, yeah. you you do a real job. So I would I would say no. Yeah, no. No, it's fine. Okay. But what the fuck happened with the bat, dude? All right. So that that opening that's all along the side there, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fill it in. I know there's a 50 million other places for that bat to get in. I'm just going to fill those in. So I went and got the, uh, the foam filler. Yeah. I think it would probably take like two cans to do the whole room. So I got five. Um, cause we're gonna make sure it doesn't come back. Right. Not in that room while I'm in there. And, uh, I haven't seen it yet. So oh, you'll smell it when it dies. <laughs> that's down there like they're just like there's there's one just like crawling around on the laundry and i'm like oh you had a bat on the laundry yeah actually my wife i'm gonna tell you something right now and good talking to you dude good talking to you i'm gonna tell you something right now if i had a bat on the laundry zero percent chance this is where i go back to trying to decide if i'm a pussy or not zero percent chance that i don't know 
if I could just go fold that laundry again. You know what I would do is I would have to take it right out of the dryer and take it somewhere else. Guys, I, I, I'm jumpy. Like it, it depends. Like what, what do you, okay. This is going to be fun for us to do. So I'm trying to decide if I'm pussy or not. So let's get into what you, what, give me some in the chat. What, what do you think? You, and this is, I'm trying to be semi-serious, but what is, what, for you, what makes up a man? What's a definition? What does a man do? Do you know what I mean? What is, it definitely is my brother's fault, Linda. There's no doubt about it. Oh, I'm, I'm a pussy. I'm a pussy. I, I, but I don't know, Jeffrey, I can't decide. There's so many things that I'm scared of that I wish I wasn't, you know? Okay. Jeffrey, how you treat a woman is a definition of a man. Okay. But then Jeffrey, I'm going to ask you a two part question to this then. Okay. Does that mean in a traditional sense that the provider, right? Uh, the door opener, uh, the fixer around the house. Well, that's not how you treat a woman, but the provider, the, uh, you know, I'll take everything, take care of everything, little lady, or more of a newer nuanced approach. Like, what do you mean? How do you treat a woman? I'm, I'm curious what you mean by that. Can you clean up the gross stuff? Yeah, I definitely clean up the gross stuff. Yeah, Sarah, you're you're obsessed with bats. The surprise factor with a girl. Yeah, yeah. Owning your shit, good and bad. No, I do that. I definitely do that. Uh, I I think that's a human thing, though. I think everybody should do that. And by the way, I also think that's an age thing. I think that's so much. You know, that's why I'm so impressed with people like Miley Cyrus, who at that age already seems to know. And, and Logan Paul, at that age. They know who the fuck they are and they, they know it's important and they don't listen to the outside noise and they hustle and they keep going and they constantly try new things and they constantly are trying to reinvent who they are and what they say and what they're fuck. Yes. That's life. Good for them. Takes care of family. Excuse me. I do that. Okay. Uh, I am great at mind games, Linda. There is true about that. Justina says six inches at least. Got that too. Uh, protecting family. Josh says part of being a man is protecting your family. Okay. I just want to ask in what way we're talking about actively uh, being, you, Josh, you mean being prepared for it? Uh, just having a, like having a gun. I'm really curious guys. I'm really curious. I'm curious what people think a man is because, and, and I know, Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Um, Ty, I see. You. I'll get you right in just a second, okay? And anybody underneath who, who wants to tell me what their definition of man is, please raise your hand. Okay, I'll get to you guys. Um, protecting your family, meaning like having a gun or or actively protecting or do you know what I mean? Tell, and I'm asking these questions, guys, because we're, I, we're as a man, we're at an interesting time. Uh, this is not a woe is me white, white dude thing as a man, at a man, we're at an interesting time. We're at a time 
where we're being told that a lot of the things that we had been raised to believe is how men are supposed to behave, not in the rapey, you know, me too, misogynistic. These are not things that I'm talking about. I was not raised that way. There's a bunch of people that I know that were. But my dad wasn't raised that way. He came from a generation. You know what I mean? So I think that that shit, that's not a generational thing. That's how you were raised. You were raised to respect other people or you weren't. Do you know what I mean? You were, you watched how your mom treated your dad. And if your dad was a misogynist, you're probably a misogynist, right? So that's what, you know what I mean? Uh, don't cross your legs like a chick when you sit down. Damn it. I do that. Okay. So smoke DMT. I don't like currently I done it, but I don't do it now. Does that still make me a man? All right. Let's check in down here. Katrina, tell me something. What makes, tell me what you think makes a man. Um, so for me personally, it's going to be like three things. It would be respect. It would be, um, it would be truth or being truthful. Don't lie to me basically. And then the third one is basically don't change for me. Okay. Can I ask you a couple questions? Sure. Those, those seems like, those seem like three things that you're looking for in a husband. I'm looking for that in anyone, in a husband or a man. Yes. So totally, totally, totally. I mean, because before we got married, my husband didn't believe in marriage. He didn't want to get married. And then what is it? Five, six years into relation, or I'm sorry, four years into relationship. He was like, will you marry me? And I was like, what, what brought this on? I'm not going to say no, but yeah. I'm kind of worried because I don't know what that means for you. And he's like, well, you know, you made me want to be married to you. So that's why he asked me to marry him. That's super romantic and super <laughs> cool, but it, you didn't actually answer my question. Hmm. So you told me three things that you want in a man that you're going to marry, who's going to be with you. Yes. But it can work for either way. It can work for a boyfriend. It can work for, you know. Totally, totally, totally. But what I'm saying to you is, guy, person on the street, when you when you think of, okay, this is what defines a man to me. Not, like, what what is, is that? Someone treating me with respect. Someone who's, you know, going to um, not yell at me or not talk down to me. Someone who's going to encourage me. Someone who's going to be there for the good and the bad. I respect. Okay. All right. Perfect. And by the way, I'm so glad you found that person. (laughs) Thank you. You You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Linda, I'm going to get to you in a second, but I want to ask Sean. Sean, hey, buddy. Hey, uh, so it's not really the beard, man, but uh, a lot of people think the beard makes a man jibber jabber. It's, uh, uh, well, about integrity, having that gentle bearing over yourself, uh, having that over the horizon view creates inner strengths that you just don't normally know you have until. You're faced with those options in your life, choices, it's your path. You'll find that. Um, my wife digs how I open the door for her no matter what. Uh, crossing paths, get in front of the car, and then we switch, get in front of the other way. Uh, just basic things, you know, looking out. But she also thinks I'm a puss because I take care of nature and animals and all that jibber jabber. But that's good stuff, man. Take so care of yourself, brother. You, and so for you, a man is somebody who carries himself with integrity. And, well, and sure. you mean, you're basically talking about somebody who says what he sa- says, what he says, 
does what he says, walks the walk, all that stuff. Yes, but she also defines me as one that will run into a burning building, save lives, help people in need, uh, protect that, you know, I can, well, not really build a house, but I know how to work an axe. So, uh, Sean, so, so a lot of the things that you're mentioning, and um, I find this very interesting because I, I, I lean that way a little bit too, sound more traditional, right? More of a traditional idea of what a dude is or what a man Somewhat. is. Somewhat. Uh, yes. Uh, being Texan bread for heat of fed. I think it's a Southern thing that I have some of the Southern charms and, and respects and uh, values and my moral compass is a little off, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. I love you. I'll get back to you in a second. You're the best. Later. I mean, by the way, guys, I could talk to Sean for the entire hour. Like I honestly could talk to that dude. So good. All right, Linda, I see you reacting to a lot of things people are saying. And so I'm curious, what were you reacting to? And, and for you, what's your definition? Like, how do you define what a man is? Well, a man is how he carries himself and acts in private and out in public. The man, you, you know, inside and not if you're a man or not, and the way you treat people, the way you treat yourself, your mindset, that, that will transfer on to other people. And that, that, that persona or that man transfers on to somebody else. Can I ask you a question? I love that. I think I know what you're talking about, but this, so you're talking about almost like a quiet strength or a quiet confidence. Is that what you're? Yeah, because that, because that all exude from you. Right. Right. And so do you feel like part of what you want from a man, whether it's physical or emotional, is a certain amount of strength or sturdiness? Self-security, self, um, and, and consideration of who he's with and, and what level he's, what loves them, you know, like when you're married and you're dating and you're courting. Then you go through the, the, the processes that you would want to do to show them who you are, as long right. as that's really who you are. Right. That's where a real man is. See, it's hard to find real men now that act real. They put yeah. on an app. Yeah. But finding a real man in somebody, that's a trick. Thank you, Linda, by the way. That's very interesting. You know, it's very interesting. And I would tell people when you're dating somebody, so when you first start dating somebody, and I can only speak for me and as a dude. I'm basically doing what I can to have sex with you. So if that means I need to be a little bit of a different person, you know what I mean? That's what I'm going to do. The challenge, and I would say this is for men and women. When you first meet somebody, you're not 100% yourself. Nobody is. You know what I mean? So the true, the trick is, then sometimes I think what happens to people is they get into relationships and you're like, well, I'm going to be myself now. And the person's like, well, who the fuck is that person? You used to blow me in the driveway. Like, who are you? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know you. you have you always talked? Has that always been your voice? Do you know what I mean? Like the, the, when people start to, that's when I think like, that's why honeymoon stages are great. Cause everyone's like, I'm just going to be my best. And the girl's like, I'm going to shit at seven 11. You know what I mean? And so, you know, she doesn't shit at the house and like everything. You don't know who that other person is. And then you can only keep that up for so long. And then, you know, you know, 
that first dump at the house or the dude finally does whatever he does that turns, you know, his usual, are those really what your feet smell like? Do you honestly never cut your toenails? Do you know what I mean? Like you start to learn shit about that person for real. And you're like, yeah, this relationship's fucking over. What happened to that fun person back there? Oh, you mean the person that I was trying to, pet, to pretend to be so I could see your vagina or so I could see your dick or, you know what I mean? Like that, that is, that we all pretend just a little bit. So it's, it's hard. It is hard. That's a challenging thing. I get, I get real lucky with Beth. One, because she is, I think she is who she is and she always has been who she is. I don't think she's ever had to feel like she needs to pretend to be somebody else because she's just so fucking nice. And it's not like she had to put on airs, you know? Um, but, and I was at, I was at a beaten down point in my life anyways. So I was like, fuck everybody else. This is, this is who I am. I got three kids. I'm raising them myself. Eight dicks. A lot of times I smell like Cheerios and piss. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? You know? So <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, and so we met each other on a very, at a very honest, open, vulnerable times in our lives. I think we were very lucky. Um, does anybody else tie? You'd raise your hands a couple times, man. What, what do you feel like your definition, dude? What, what makes a man? What is that for you? Uh, well, I've been actually today was a great day to do this because today's actually me and my wife's nine years being together. Oh, congratulations, man. How old are you? You look like a young dude. I just turned thirty last month. I it's just got the giant beard going on. Yeah, you're you 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 got without that beard, you got a baby face, huh? Yeah, but now I have no well, hair. You go. Now you're thirty. <laughs> <laughs> There's thirty. It's been since I was eighteen years old, dude. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I, yeah, it started going at eighteen. Doesn't matter, dude. You got a good shape head for it, so fuck it. Tell me something. So for me, what makes a man for you? Well, me, I've, I had to grow up kind of quick. We had our first at me being 22. Uh, so, I mean, since then, I've been grinding and winding, taking care of my kids and my wife. Even if we're, even if I have to work two or three jobs, I'm taking care of them no matter what. So for you, and by the way, I respect that, man. I respect that a lot, and I appreciate that. And I... I I'm okay. Like I'm okay feeling like this is, I don't, I don't know how to say it. Besides as long as they're taken care of, I'm taken care of. That's, that's yeah. what goes through my head every day. And I, I don't find it old fashioned or bad for that to be kind of pre-wired into guys heads. I don't think the fact that we feel like we should provide or take care of the people we love should be cast in any negative way at all. I know it's been, I know it, it recently, especially it's been cast as like, well, you fucking, you feel like you got to, the woman can't, I didn't say she couldn't take care of herself. Right. But I, right now. Oh, that's not, ahead, yeah, we're, we're, but we're not, I'm not saying, when I'm saying I want to be the provider, I'm not saying a little lady stay at yeah. home. You can't do anything. I'm saying my, my deal, right. my drive makes me want to be a provider. Not that right. they can't work, you know? Because so. I had a single mom, me and my brother did, and I don't know how in the world she did it, but yeah. she did it. She you know, took us, raised, raised us the way we are today. So Yeah. And I, I was a single dad, man. I'm going to tell you right now. Your mom, 
Your mom had some tearful night. Yeah, I'm pretty she, sure she did. Trying to figure out how the fuck she was going to do it. And so oh, yeah. give her a big hug, dude. It was harder than you can ever imagine. Hell, I thought about asking her how she did it. <laughs> she'll tell you. I don't know how. Is what she'll tell you. But, Sorry, my little guy was talking. Dude, that's <laughs> totally okay, man. I, I'm super... Uh, Congratulations on the nine years, man, and on the hard work and on taking care of your family, brother. That's super important shit. Thank you. All right. And, uh, For real, thank you. you man. All right, man. Yeah, guys, this is good. This is I love this conversation. I'm going to read some of the chat a little bit. This is it. April, there's a softball-sized wolf spider on my curtains the other day. Look, I'm not the guy for that. Mm-mm. I'm not the guy for that. If you have a broom, maybe I'll take a swing from across the room, but I'm not the fucking guy for that. I'm telling you right now. If that's what makes a man, put a fucking pair of panties on me. I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy for wasps. I'm not the guy for spiders. If there's a snake, go fuck yourself. Get it out yourself. You I don't know. Does raid work on a snake? I don't know. We're gonna find out because I know I can shoot it from 12 feet away. But I look, I don't got a bow and arrow. I don't I can't throw knives. Like none of that. I don't like any of that shit. If I'm in bed and I think I feel something crawling on me, I am going to be a cat on the fucking ceiling in about a second. So I'm not the dude for your softball. So April, I may not fit what you need. Like if you watched last week's tell me something good with my dad and he talked about scooping a possum out the door with a shovel. And I know he said he didn't hit it on the head. I'm going to tell you something that he would hate for me to tell you. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think it'd be bad, but I, but back then I completely, I didn't understand it back then, but lifting myself from 2021 and putting myself in 1973, I get this. Did I tell you guys, Dave, you'd be a person who's probably heard most of my stories. I told you about the dog German shepherd that came around our neighborhood and used to bite us. I told you guys that story. No. Okay. This is just, this is just what, this is what men like, this is what I'm asking you guys. Cause I don't think I could have done this. And maybe back in 1973, actually, you know what? If something was biting my kid, I for sure could. We used to, there, we lived in this apartment complex called the townhouse. And the, there were four buildings that made the shape of a rectangle and they were basically whole, not holes, but like, gaps between the buildings at the ends of them. So, you know, you could, there's a giant rectangle courtyard in the middle. And we used to play tag and kick the can and kickball and whatever the fuck. The, listen, guys, our kick the can games were legendary. We played across a couple apartment complexes. It was fucking great. If you don't know what kick the can is, the kids aren't playing that. They're not playing neighborhood kids aren't playing neighborhood games. We used to get together. Like there was a group of us in a neighborhood, get together, come sundown tag or whatever the fuck doesn't matter. I can't, I'm not going to give you the in my day shit. This is some man stuff, I think. So there was a German shepherd. This was back when people just let their dogs out of the fucking house, you know? And there was this German shepherd, man. that used to run into the courtyard. And if you moved, that fucking thing would latch onto you and you would just stand still. And I was like three or four, just petrified. Ah, ah. My oldest brother would be like, shut 
up and he would come sit next to me, stand next to me. And that dog didn't like this noise. Oh, you know, he was like, shut up. Well, anytime someone would make a break for it, the dog was faster. It ripped hamstrings. It bit legs like bit guys shook you bit. So one day there were my dad and I believe two other adults who said, cause they would, as soon as the dog would hear us playing, it would come running around the corner. And, uh, my dad and my dad and two other adults, and this is pre anything like dog catcher. I mean, I'm sure there was a dog catcher, but you weren't, they said, they said, go outside and play, make as much noise as you want. And when that dog comes, let us know. And we played and they heard some screams. And the next thing you know, there were three neighborhood dads, all with some form of stick, bat, something. And now they didn't kill a dog, but they tuned that motherfucker up. That's some 1973 protect your kid shit. Straight up. Dink, dunk, dunk. That fucking dog never came back. Now, that wouldn't be like, that's a different mentality. That's a different mentality. But is that a man? Protecting your family? We just talked about protecting your family. Is that, is that, is that Ty is shaking his head up and down? Is that a man, Ty? Yeah, for sure. If any kid or if any dog bit my kid, dude, I'm taking it out. Yep. Okay. Yeah, dude. I, I, by the way, and thanks for chiming in. I don't think there's a right or wrong on that one. It, you know, for my dad, like I wouldn't do it. Actually, I can't say if, 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 if when my kid was small, if a dog had been loose and bit any of my kids, I'd have fucked that dog up. I'd have straight up fucked that dog up without question. Now, if I knew there was a dog loose, would I send the kids out as bait so I could fuck it up? If it had already bit my kid, yeah, I'm coming back for with a vengeance. You could say whatever the fuck you want about me. But if that dog had already bit my kid, it's getting a dink, dunk, gunk. I'm not killing it, but it's getting a fucking fuck, gunk, gunk, dink. And then I hope the dude whose dog it is comes back to say, what'd you do to my dog? And I'd give him a fucking bing, bong, dink, gunk too. But I'm... It's interesting, man. I don't think, look, 2021, you're not getting away with that shit. 1973, he got a couple of high fives and someone probably bought him a six pack. It, I don't know. Does that make a man? Interesting. Confidence. For Tina, confidence and, and no need to flex. I agree with that. I agree with that. Confidence is super attractive in men and women. I agree. Ooh, Tiffany says she'll let you know what I mean by that. Uh, I don't know which one this one refers to loyalty is a man. I think that's, I would like that in everybody, my man, you know, but I hear you. I definitely hear you. Uh, let's see what else. I kicked a dog for attacking my friend. A hundred percent. I tell people all the time, if your dog is off the leash and runs up to my dog and it's between me getting bit, my dog getting bit, or your dog getting my foot, your dog's getting my foot. I don't care if it's Chihuahua, a Shih Tzu. I don't care if your dog is a hundred pounds lighter than my dog. 
if it's between my dog getting, because you're, by the way, if they're both on a leash, we're going to make sure nobody gets hurt. But if as the human, you are negligent, that's not my problem. It's unfortunately going to be paid back on your dog. Because if you're negligent, dude, and then it's between me getting hurt, my dog getting hurt, or your dog getting hurt, unfortunately, it's not going to be the first two. I've heard people be like, you just got to get bit on the hand. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm not getting bit on the Because your dog was loose, I'm getting bit on the hand? Nah. Nah, your dog's taking a boot. Now, if, if we're both on a leash and they start going after each other, I'll get bit. I mean, I'm with you on that one. We Somebody's got to get in there. But not if your little dog. And by the way, people have been like, what if it's just a little dog? Well, then I'll just be able to kick it further than I would a big dog. That's all. That just means after I'm done kicking it and I have full extension of my leg, it'll be further away. Yeah, this is not um, not for debate, you know? Not for me, anyway. Oh, we're talking about fishing. I didn't see that. That's what I say when I'm jogging and see a head. I yell, I don't like dogs if they're off the leash. They sh Look, here's the thing. You got to lose... You got to leash them. You got to leash them. They're animals. They're I mean, look, I'm not a dog trainer. So I don't know. Maybe you can. Not my guy. I'll tell you that right now. Not my guy. Ray, Ray, what's up? I had my dog for 16 years. Not once did I ever have her on a leash. And she'd always stay on the perimeters and neighbors would give a shit. She'd never go off that property. That's amazing. It depends on the owner. Depends on the owner, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't think there are bad dogs. It just depends on how you're raising them. And so, no. like, right now, I know for sure my dog needs training. He's just a little too leash aggressive. Yes. And so, so got to get gotta him trained. You got to try the clicker, man. If you get somebody training them, and if you if you're trying to try try the clicker training. Yeah. That yeah. work. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for <laughs> Um, Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Nature versus nurture. I don't know. Are we talking about fishing? Did I miss the fishing chat? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, you made a joke earlier that a man is willing to fish every now and then. Yeah. By the way, I do like to fish. I like fishing. I, I don't. I'll tell you something straight up. I don't enjoy hunting. I'm not against if anybody wants to go hunting and I totally get, I think, you know, I think things like deer need to be hunted. You know, you need to control populations of some animals. And I think people who hunt with bows are, are like hunters. Anybody who sits in a tiny house, tree house with a gun and waits for an animal to walk by. I mean, you could call it hunting if you want. But you're not really hunting. You're just waiting. <laughs> you're just going out waiting. You know what I mean? You're not a hunter. You're a waiter. Which is fine, man. Just change it. Don't be like, I'm going out hunting. Because are you, are you, man, with your six-pack up in the fucking tree? You're in a tree, bro. You're in a tree house. You're in a tree house with a rifle waiting for a deer to walk by you great i don't fine if that's what you're thinking but you're not hunting 
Now the bow and arrow dudes, you're the, the people out walking through the woods and you know, staying still and fucking putting deer piss on them or whatever they do. I don't know. Those motherfuckers are hunting, you know. But if you're in the treehouse, yeah, well, like Tiffany said, with a cooler and and beef jerky, that you're not hunting. Do you know what I mean? But for sure, though. So, Linda, I don't particularly enjoy hunting. I love going out there because I like hanging with my friends. And it's a different type of hang. You know what I mean? It really is a different type of hang. So, I like doing that. Same with fishing. But I do I like actual fishing. But my favorite part about fishing is the hang. It's the hang. That, But I don't, for me, I don't like hunting because... I don't like, like my empathy. And even though I think it's necessary and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. When I see the dead deer, I, it's too much. Like that's not in me. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. It's, 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 and I don't know if he's again, trying to decide if I'm a man or not. It makes me emotional. Like, I don't, I don't like to see the dead end. I don't like to see it, man. I don't, I, and I know, by the way, and I, I, there's some people who hunt, I really respect and they thank the animals for their, for their life. And they're like, we're going to use every part of this. And I get that, dude. This is not me monocking hunting. For me, seeing the dead animal is, is rough, is rough. I don't know how else to put it. It's just fucking rough. And so I, that's why I don't hunt. I'll eat the shit out of your meat. I'll eat it, but I can't go see the dead animal. It's if you're asking me if you would you do it, well, if, what if your life was on the line? I'm gonna kill a deer. Yeah, if I could figure out how. I'm not. I mean, if I could find a house to sit in. Hold on one second, Linda. Yes. Look, I don't like honey. I couldn't kill an animal if my life depended on it. My husband, he was special forces in the military, so that was kind of part of that. But he would never kill an animal. And he went up to Indian reservations where they would, they would lease the animal's soul. Like they had, had like rituals. You had to take a bite out of, the, out of the heart and all that kind of stuff to release the soul. Wow. And then um, I didn't ever see pictures because I didn't want to see pictures. But as long as they came home in little white packages and we were, you know, using it for what he went hunting for, then yeah. now I was all good with it. But I wanted no detail. Yeah, I mean, except that they would say, I got, like, they were, my son and my husband were both like one shot killed to not make the animal suffer. It's, but it's it, by you the way, you can get me out there. They asked me to go out there. I'm like, oh, hell no. Definitely <laughs> not for me. Not for me. Thank mm -mm. you, Linda. Yeah, I don't. And let me see. Reed, are you a hunter? So you're, so for me, man, like I said, I love the, I love the camaraderie of it. I love hanging with my friends. I love it. It's cause it's a different time of day. You go, it's a different type of hang. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely two different types. So I bull hunt and I rifle hunt. Um, one, you better not have booze when you're rifle hunting. That's a big no, no. You get, Is it? Yeah. You'll get thrown in jail. You can't drink and have a, a weapon. Even if you're sitting in the treehouse. No, you no, no, you can't. You go to jail. So, and DNR can take your car 
anything what? that's with you. Oh, yeah. DNR can take everything that you have that you utilized to get that deer or whatever animal. Oh, yeah, and they, drink, they don't fuck and they oh, no. They'll confiscate it all and auction it off. So tell me. So tell me. So for me, like I said, for me, the big thing is the. I, I I don't know how to explain it. Just to seeing the loss of life is, is I understand. Every time I, I, gets me every time. It gets me every time. Last year I was in the woods bow hunting. I had a 12 point buck, the biggest damn buck I've ever seen. I could have shot it. I didn't. How come? It was just, it was beautiful. I mean, it was, I was, I was a, buck, a little bit of buck fever. And then knowing the conservative nature of me is that deer can breed yeah. and continue to breed and create such beautiful bucks for future hunters. That's interesting. So that's a, that was a personal choice that I made where I can take a 10 pointer or right. an eight pointer, fill my fridge, but that, that healthy genetic lineage it's my responsibility as a hunter to notice that and let it go. You know, that's not the first time I've heard a, hun a hunter say something about that. You know, I heard a hunter when people were talking, I heard a hunter talking about like, nobody wants the environment to stay plentiful more than a hunter. Like the hunt, we're they like, we are the biggest environmentalists. Absolutely. We, people that, think they, we're just these brutal people and we're, we're actually not. No, like, because what you love, you need the environment to be plentiful. You need things to stay on the natural path and the natural order. And so, and that is one of the reasons that they do hunt deer, right? Because without hunting deer, the population would just be crazy. Well, correct. But then you have, so I'm up in Minnesota. And now we just opened up, uh, Wisconsin just opened up wolves for hunting, um, which was very controversial. But if you lived here and you lived north, northern Minnesota area, you'd notice how the deer population has been decimated. Oh, really? And these wolves are not small. Timber wolves are twice the size of a German shepherd. They're huge. No. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Last winter, I was up on my birthday, up in the middle of the woods, and you could just hear them howling. And and if you see one, that means there's a couple others around, right? It it depends. Um, you can. Have you, you seen one out there hunting? Have you seen them out there? Oh yeah, I've seen wolves. Oh, absolutely. That's pretty absolutely. great. Man. They're huge. They're they're and they're beautiful, but it's all about balance. So and that's. We, uh, most people that are into nature and hunting and stuff like that understand the balance because we can see it because we're out there all the time. Yeah. And you know, when I watch videos and I do watch a lot of nature videos, I, I'm fascinated by them and in watching animals hunt and kill each other, that doesn't bother me. There was something about, there was something for me, something about seeing it alive and then seeing it dead which was just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is about me, but that's, is a real tough one for me. However, it, it, I'll eat the shit out of the meat that you have. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Every time I harvest an animal, I say a prayer. 
as soon as I get up to it. That's thank you. Man. Yeah. I think that's important too. Just thanking them and it's mm -hmm. life for life. Exactly. And having a respect for that. I mean, if you believe in karma or not, whatever, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just something I do because I do believe in karma and mother nature is not to be fucked with. No, sir. By the way, mother nature again, also no joke. No, no. She got me right now. It's like a hundred degrees and my AC's broke. Oh, dude. Go get some ice for that nutsack. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good, bud. All right. Um, now, hold on. Cash, I've seen you on here for a little while. What's up, man? What's up, brother? Oh, you doing tricks on the chair? <laughs> yeah, I've been here for 15 years. How you been, bro? You really. What's going How on? Been? I'm doing good. What's going on? I built this table. Oh, shit. Got two microphones so far. I'm Yes, six stands, but I got to buy four more mics. You know, they're like four and on these, so I got to fucking budget. That's but. fucking awesome, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. How's yeah. that going? I mean, just fucking grinding, man. Fucking. Have you. Stop doing things. Have you talked to. There's a couple people on here that do podcasts. One one guy, Josh, I forget his last name. He goes by Preacher, Preacher Clark. I know, Ty, you do too. But he does a weed podcast. And then this dude right here, Ty, who I just brought on with you. What's up, man? Ty, what's the name of your podcast? The J&T Show. J &T we talk Show. about just about anything except for politics. <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate that. All right. Um, but you might want to hook up with these dudes too. And see if they can't, uh, you guys, especially Preacher, because you guys are probably jumping in on some of the same topics. Yeah. I mean, I have like a whole thing that I'm about to be building. Like the, I'm going to be having like basically one channel called The Division and everything's going to be under that. But then that's going to open it up to like different branches to where like it's going to be like the Cannabis Division, the Sneaker Division, which is the normal, that's where the shoes came from. Yep. Um, and then like the Fashion Division, the Health Division, like you can go like down the line and just the way that we're going to have everything set up. Like it's, I'm just building like a small little production studio in my house. Basically. That's awesome, bro. Guess who else started that way? A little guy yeah, yeah. named Joe Rogan. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly where people start, man. Um, so, how you been brother? I'm doing really good, man. I'm just fucking trucking, like trucking on, man. Like, uh, and I wanted to tell you earlier about the, what it means to be a man. So like something that I took from the army was uh, an acronym called leadership. And it was, uh, for loyalty, empathy, duty, respect honor integrity and per perseverance and like those are like the big ones that i've always stuck with um and i mean a lot of the military guys i feel like do stick with that kind of stuff and women obviously as well yeah but um obviously what, there's, there's some scumbags but there's always scumbags in every job everywhere there's scumbags <laughs> everywhere but what about what about the some of the more old-fashioned provider protector where do you fall on that stuff I mean, I'm down with whatever the woman wants to do. Like, if she wants me to pay all the bills and then she has money for, like, her clothes and looking pretty, then that's on her. Like, if she wants to do half, I'm down with that, too. But, like, it, I mean, it comes with certain things, though. Like, if it's half and half, there's less arguments, obviously, on certain things. There's no animosity Yeah. towards, like, if I don't feel like she's holding up her half of the bargain or something like that, then... I'm going to fucking start feeling animosity towards her and, or 
vice versa. If I said that I was going to pay all the bills and I didn't, and I like ended up losing the house or some dumb shit, like same thing. So yeah, I mean, all right. That's just really like I said, it's up to the woman, and like every every relationship is different. So I, I have friends that some of them are the traditional ones, and um, some of them I have that they're definitely the fifty fifty type, and they do everything together, budgeting. They have you know every like all their finances and are together and they all do everything so but there's other ones that i have that are totally the guys and i don't see the difference as far as like them breaking up or not breaking up so yeah so i guess just like whatever works for you guys i appreciate that dude um and by the way i wore those shoes for a second time the other night on stage so dope that's what's up, man. I love those fucking shoes. Me too. Um, I'm actually trying to get in touch with uh, Yola right now so I can make him a pair. I'll get you in touch. Reach out to me and I'll put you in touch with this guy. That's what's up. I appreciate it. All right, dude. Later. You know, I find it interesting, and then I'm going to take off, everybody. I find it interesting that a lot of people, when we were talking about what makes a man, they related it directly to a relationship with a woman. So not everybody, but like a lot of it was like, you know, and and I don't know that that's wrong. I think it is actually. And I don't know, by the way, there's no one answer to this. This is why I'm so curious about like, because I, I, you know, I've recently, I've just happened to read a couple of things back to back to back to back about men this and men need to do this and but men should do this and what happened to real men and i'm like holy fuck there's a lot of articles about what happened to real men where are all the real men and then i then i read articles like you know men need vaginas so they understand you know do you know what i mean like so it's so obviously case by case I, I'm I am fascinated by it because there are parts of me that feel like, because look guys, I don't, like I said, I'm not killing your snake. I'm not killing your spider. You know what else I'm not doing? I'm not building a new deck. I'm hiring someone to do that. Even if I knew how to do it, guess what? I'm not spending a fucking month every weekend building a deck. Eat my dick. Somebody else is doing that. Who's got that kind of time? When I retire, maybe I'll learn how to build a deck. But right now, I'm not spending the only 48 hours I got off building a fucking deck. But I am going to make sure that we are taken care of. I'm going to make sure that the people who are in my immediate family have what they need. I am going to do whatever... I can do to make sure their lives are better. These are all things that for me feel like for me, what I should be doing as a man in my situation right now. I also think, man, you know, as a dude, it's important to express emotion, especially when you have a kid, especially when you have a son. I think it's really important for 
young boys to see that it's okay to feel and okay to be sad and okay to be upset. Now, yo, I'm not saying throw a tantrum. I'm not saying your kid should cry at the drop of a hat, but I'm saying it's okay for them to see you be human. I think that's really important. Um, yeah. This communication and making sure everyone has what they need. For me, uh, communication important. Footprints. Yeah, Linda's right. You're showing the people behind you where this is the path for you. This is how you should walk. And then, by the way, every single person that you're raising, that you're showing that to, is going to veer off the path. Just make sure you make those footprints pretty fucking big so they can find their way back. That's it. You make small little footprints, they're not going to be able to find their way back to that path. Make a big fucking footprint. So no matter how far they walk away from it, they can be like, yo, listen, I said this before. You know, young Mormon kids, if you, being human takes practice, Jeffrey, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's why generally when we get older, we're better at it. What a great saying, Jeffrey. Thank you so much. Um, wow, that is a fucking... This is interesting too. This is very interesting. Joshua says, it's far more important for men to make sure they don't end up bad. Good is very subjective and changes from case to case. That's interesting, man. It's definitely subjective. It's all subjective, good and bad. Except how you treat people. That's not subjective. You know? Um, I forget what I was talking about. What was I talking about? Anybody remember? Anybody? Anybody? No? Okay. Well, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> Dave, do you remember what I was talking about? Nobody remembers. Um, okay. Oh, footprints. Was I talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it guys. Um, once again, once again, once again. Oh yeah, yeah. So you veer off track as kids or oh, Mormons. I went to college with some Mormons. And if you guys have ever heard me tell that story about the craziest sexual experience I ever had where I had sex with that woman in the gorilla suit but she wanted to leave her gorilla the gorilla head on fucking crazy so she wanted to leave the gorilla head on and it was all butt stuff and so it was so crazy because she her hair was coming out from underneath the gorilla thing but she still had and, and so <laughs> at one point you know things were happening the way they were and her gorilla mask had turned around. So it looked like the gorilla face was looking at me. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. But point being Mormons point being is that, you know, you big footprint. They left a big footprint, their family, the religion made a big footprint when they went to college. They were like veering off the path. I've been in these footprints my whole life. Get me out of these fucking footprints. But you know what happens? People go like this 
and then they go like this, and then they go like this right back to the footprints. They go like this, they even out, they come back. That's generally what happens. Not everybody. I know, guys, when I say things, people are like, well, my brother, again, there are fucking, you can find me an example, but I'm telling you, this, 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 they're coming back. Now, they may not make, they may just see the footprints. They may not decide to walk exactly in your footprints, but they're coming back to them. They're coming back to them. And so I think that's a big job, not just for the man, but for, for parents in general, guys. Um, I love, you know, this, this is why I love this particular podcast. Thank you, Deborah. This is why was she a woman? Yes, she was a woman. This is why. I love this particular podcast. And Joshua says, in this particular case for men, I grew up with a bad dad, but we're on good terms still. And I have good memories, but I have some of those memories were what I didn't want to be and who I didn't want to become. I'd much rather my kid be able to point out the good I did, even if there were bad times. Yeah, man, you got to remember, like when you start giving people advice or telling people they were wrong, and I'm not saying Justina that you did this, you don't know what their fucking life's been like. I could tell somebody, man, I don't, you should love pit bulls. Pit bull, you got to love pit bulls. Maybe that person has seen two pit bulls and been bit. They don't like pit bulls. I don't know how many people that I've told you should smoke weed. And they're like, I have bad reactions. I'm like, you're not smoking the right weed. And they're like, motherfucker, I just told you I have a bad reaction. And I'm like, yeah, right. You're right. Like, who am I to say? I don't know who. I don't know you, man. You're right. Who am I? I'm imposing what I want you, right? Mm -mm. None of that. So, oh, thanks, Anthony. Yeah, I just think like the, I love this particular podcast because we started out talking about, I don't even know what, but we always seem to end up somewhere real. We do. We always seem to end up somewhere real. And, uh, oh, you were like, you love pities and you were attacked by one. Yeah, I get it. She meant pities, guys. I understand what she meant. Um, yeah, but different people. Like, hey, if you are a Mexican dude and you have had five interactions with white people your whole life and four have been bad, you're not going to want to hang out with white people. By the way, I don't blame you. It, it, if I, we'll take it on a much smaller scale. If I was a drinker, and by the way, I've started drinking again. Oh if I was a drinker and I tried gin, which I did, and I hated it, guess what I'm never doing? I'm trying gin again. I don't need to. People are like, well, you haven't tried this gin. I tried a gin and it tasted like a camel's asshole. Do you understand? It tasted like... An alcoholic's urine from 1920. That's what gin tastes like. The fucking grossest. I don't need to taste it again. Anyways. I think that's all I got for you guys today. Um, if you like the show, uh, 
Cat, well, I'd love to see you on StreamYard. I'd love to talk to you. I hope you're doing okay. Um, always a two-hump camel, Jeffrey. So, if you like the show, keep tuning in. If you know anybody that you think might like the show, give them a heads up. Like and subscribe and do all a comment over on the iTunes for those of you who are listening. Um, and if you're listening and, and you want to join in, remember we do this every Wednesday on my Facebook fan page. Now, Facebook will only let a certain amount of people on my streams now. So get here fast. <laughs> but it's been so much fun as usual. Dave, I will clip that for you and get it, send it just to you so you can show your family and friends. Oh, you already have it? Okay. All right, guys. Um, I'm going to be in Minneapolis again this weekend with Jacob. Jacob will be on stage with me. Um, and so if you're in and around in Minneapolis, Cash, that's where I'm going to wear the shoes this weekend. If you're in and around Minneapolis, uh, come out to a show week after I'm in New Jersey at bananas so hut hut everybody tell me something good later love you